Don't let the noise bury the lead. I'm your host, Tom Frank. Join me on Into Focus as K-Global brings you one smart take on a major communication story from the week that was. We read between the lines so you don't have to and unpack the strategy or lack thereof behind the news. Take 11, Once Upon a Strike in Hollywood. Hollywood is dead, but it will rise again once the actor's strike is over. Until the actors and the studios return to the table and hammer out a compromise, Hollywood will remain locked in a stalemate. No actors will go before the cameras, and no studio executives will watch the first cut of a highly anticipated film. There's been a lot of ink spilled about the causes of the strike, but one thing we haven't read enough about are the communication strategies, or lack thereof, being used by the actors and the studios. Let's dig in. A disagreement over pay, benefits, the use of AI, and a plethora of other issues led to a breakdown in negotiations between the Actors Guild and studios in early July. On July 14th, the Screen Actors Guild, American Federation of Television and Radio Artists, voted to go on strike. The strike also aligned with the ongoing Writers Guild of America strike, effectively shutting down every facet of film and TV production in the United States. COVID-19 did more than freeze the film and television industry for a few months. It also threw back the curtain on deep-seated trends that are permanently altering the industry. The rise of AI in in using actors' likeliness without their physical presence on set, the decline of network television, the subsequent studio reliance on streaming, the reduced residuals from streaming. To understand residuals, think money earned by actors every time a show they've appeared in is re-aired, re-released, or released in another format, Blu-ray, etc. With shows originating on streaming, these residuals have dwindled into sometimes literally pennies. Most of this is due to how the contracts are structured based on old business models for a network television show instead of the new network and cable and streaming model. Actors receive far smaller residuals when shows are re-released in a streaming format since under the current contracts, studios don't pay every time an episode is viewed. You know, unlike studio executives, we feel like we know actors. We literally see them on our screens, and this constant exposure to their faces, their voices, and their personalities help us identify with them. Actors understand the power they, they wield, and they use it to great effect in the arena of public opinion. When Matt Damon told Deadline Hollywood that, and I quote, we got to hold strong until we get a deal that's fair for working actors. It's the difference between having health care and not for a lot of actors. The outlet's tweet about this interview received 2.6 million views and counting. Other actors have gone viral on TikTok and other social media outlets for publicly sharing their paychecks and their residual checks, with some of the latter earning them as little as eight cents. But studios? We don't watch studios cry and laugh and swear and celebrate in our favorite films and TV shows. To movie-going audiences, studios are logos popping onto the screen before the story begins. They're faceless entities run by wealthy executives, and from a comms perspective, that can often be an uphill climb to garner sympathy for that side. So when Disney CEO Bob Iger said, the writers, the striking writers and actors' expectations were not realistic, you can imagine how this comment landed. Not well. Even worse, a studio executive spoke anonymously to Deadline in early July about the writer strike, stating, The end game is to allow things to drag on until union members start losing their apartments and losing their houses. 
if that's the mindset the studios are also bringing to the actor strike, it's no wonder they're losing the war for public opinion. Studios must understand there's an inherent risk of the public perceiving them as out of touch, and comments like Eggers and the executives do nothing to disabuse anyone of that notion. Wrapping all this together, we see how the studio's communication strategy has been, well, anything but strategic, while the actors' communications have been far more coordinated and meaningful. Of course, this is an actor strike, so it is no surprise that they planned accordingly. Still, the studios were well aware strikes was possible, if not probable, and they've cautioned executives like Bob Iger against making insensitive comments. Regardless, what's done is done, and the strike continues. As for us, we hope both sides can reach a compromise that preserves talent, rewards creativity, and helps the industry thrive in this new post-COVID era. And that's our take. Please subscribe to Into Focus on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Give us your take on Instagram at kglobal.com. That's kglobal, D-O-T-C-O-M. And if you like the show, leave us a rating on Apple. Into Focus is brought to you by the good people at K-Global. Unlike traditional marketing agencies that look at consulting, creative, and communications as distinct, K-Global exists at the intersection of all three. The fusion of strategy and creative fuels unexpected solutions and better outcomes. The result is impact on your audience in a new market or over a policy. Learn more at kglobal.com. And until next week, I'm Tom Frank, and thanks for listening. Hey.